Hello. Hello and welcome back to a personal code of conduct. I am Dio and I don't think I'm going to be bothering the entire, like, changing the, what's the word, the compression volume or whatever. Whatever it is, whatever happens, happens. So today is a quite a, I don't know, it's quite a boring episode where Dio is being, I, should we call it sad or should we call it dramatic or should we call it acceptance of, like, a broken entire habit and everything, atomic habits has gone through shit. So, I spent the entire week not feeling exactly well, still not feeling 100%, so no cooking this week. I wasted money being like, I don't know, a spend, a spend or enjoyable human being in, in my journey to actually pay my my own rent by myself. <laughs> what a joke. So this week we'll end up talking about existentialism, not really existentialism, looking at different subject, subject matters and realization of like human existence and pointlessness as usual then again it's called the personal code of conduct but this i warn you is going to be particularly disturbing not de- not disturbing depressing episode so let's carry on i guess had a topic it came to my mind while laying down okay they write down the topic that did not write down the topic now i can't remember the topic so like let's deal with that but we'll be dealing with whatever is in my notes we'll be dealing with whatever is in my one random stuff piece article piece that i wrote a couple of years ago and that's what we're going to be dealing with this week so what is in my notes why do you exist is there any hope for humanity because it is like like a kind of question because i find myself asking myself like questions generally and you realize that I do not think there's much hope for humanity, but I do not care because I I feel like when we, human society eventually collapse, my time will have passed. Like, because obviously, like I, I'm probably not going to live for anything more than 70 more years, and that is very generous considering the fact that I have access to middle-class Nigerian food that has well, God knows what in it. So, 70 more years of my existence is quite generous. So I'm not that bothered about the collapse of humanity, but I think it's going to be eventual. Because when you look at like the human behavior, the human structure, it is natural to hate and to love. And when you find yourself in an entire situation where you're just wondering like, will things get better? I can delude myself with the hubris that I have been born in a station and I am at a certain level of stability. Like I've mentioned it before that, yes, like everything can be generally going to hell, but I will probably remain at my peaceful level of mediocrity for the rest of my existence but then it now comes like questions like what are you going to breed are you going to decide um are you going to continue other human beings and continue a bloodline that may witness the collapse of human society i don't know that depends it's like a question that people have to ask so this goes on to my second point i don't want young people to make definite decisions like because people often give people the expectations that all oh, right you do something now it has to be the end of the thing you start a career this is the career up to for the rest of your life but accepting the fact that this may not continue and i feel the illusion of a dream that a lot of people follow okay this is my passion this is my dream this is what i exist for i wouldn't say it's pointless but i'd say that it's one thing that is one thing that you want to do something that you do not detest it's best to do something that you intend to grow you intend to improve you intend to become the best at it you intend to become a, a what's the word a a fighting force of change, a force that 
can provide improvements in whatever that you're doing but that cannot be the entirety of your being the, the very thing that you love cannot be your career path like, like yes you understand like there's a subject of passion but passion should not be the entirety of your existence like what's about structure what's about like your relationships with other human beings what's about like other things and the concept of deciding that you want to pick an individual to spend the rest of your life is like do you really want to trust a human like a human of all creatures on this earth you want to trust a human to be with you for all of eternity okay not all of eternity generous 50 years but still now deciding for young people to jump in and out of decision i don't understand why a lot of younger people are judged for whatever decision they make or how you choose to act in relationships because it gives kind of mindset that they are young and they are old they have not really weighed the pros and cons of like beginning a relationship they are operating on the aspect of passion i am not a very passionate person well in my big age i'm still not a very passionate person so i do not operate in the concepts of passion when it comes to dealing with other people but there are individuals who behave on the concepts of passion. It's not, I do not disrespect them for that. But if it's a common enough aspect in society, why are people judged when they make horrible decisions in relationships? When we've accepted that people do not make decisions on their partners with like a steady head, like why are still people judged when they make, when it appears that their decision has been bad or when it feels like they've been cheated? Because of course they will be cheated. They chose with their hearts. And even then, creating like an entire entirety or deciding to breed with someone. Because obviously, if you're operating with passion, passion doesn't necessarily mean that you believe this person is capable of stability. Hence, the propensity of a lot of married women to have a, a wild side piece when they're with the man that is providing for them. But that is another thing where people are thinking with their bodies and not their heads. Another thing, I know this, this is going to fall into another, like, non-tangents but like i said this is a an episode an episode where i didn't have a script i had an idea for a script did not write it kept on pressing for me did not read um the terry patrick books i said i was going to come and review i still like when it's read but like whatever so yeah in this entire situation where young people are expected to know what they want at the same time expected to not know what they want which is just very funny so if you find yourself in this situation, yes, I remember the time tangent I wanted to go to. If you find yourself in this situation where you realize that, oh, this person is abandoning because I'm not up to a certain quality, then you now go on a tangent to improve yourself. I'm like, are you an idiot? Like, are you saying that this individual does not deserve the best version of you? Like, why is your ability to improve yourself, to to structure yourself, to create? systems and plans in which you process the girl who hasn't washed clothes in the past two weeks and hasn't done like a bunch of shit but like let's just say in my head i have plans and systems i have a happy habit tracker i might not be clicking this but i have a fucking habit tracker so if you're in this entire situation how do you expect that you do not want to give the best quality of yourself to an individual then you complain when you decide that you're not good enough for the plans that they have for themselves that is just unfair to that person who has probably given you the best the fact that you desire them even after they've gone and you feel like your change is a spite to them means that they gave you their best not necessarily some people are just malicious and you may not have been that horrible in the first place they just wanted to compare it to another individual especially individuals in which they were not that were not in their league but they felt like they could improve or polish whatever it is they had in their possession. But if you insist on on improving yourself after you've been abandoned or after you've been left, then I think you're a malicious human being in the fact that 
you decided not to work on yourself until this negative thing happened. The concept of relationships in my own mind is two complete individuals coming together to create something not half broken unstructured individuals who have no direction no plan no nothing and decide that oh okay we are going to fix each other that's the recipe for disaster but then again i realize in third world countries like nigeria inclusive like even though like nigeria is opening up to the idea of like young relatively younger people in like romantic situations especially in the non-muslim um south you realize that people especially people who didn't end up with their like secondary school or university sweethearts make very objective and practical decisions when they want to get married like maybe probably no more than four months of courtship and boom they've gotten married because they asked about funding asked about sexual behaviors asked about a bunch of other like topical issues that will come up in a marriage or they just did the christian thing and they, and the pastor matched them up but in the end you realize a lot of people when it comes to spending the rest of their life with somebody are very um logical about the matter so that was my tangent on that point and the next thing is oh i said i do not want to get trapped with the in the situation of i only have co-workers and family so i'm currently at that stage where everybody's getting busy people are working overtime people are working like 12 hours a day people are on, uh, doing like a bunch of stuff i'm currently really free now so i'm trying to like get all my friends to exist and be like dudes like don't work yourself to death like i guess like oh we all want cash and everything and Dara is not particularly interested in a lot of money like that but do, even though she does eventually want to become a tourist but you need to make out time because i just like i i remember looking in horror at my previous place of employment and i'm like no i don't want these to be the only people that i talk to because i remember having this conversation with somebody who was like yeah they're all chilling together co-worker co-worker but like somebody crosses the line manager and you lose your job like nobody's going to fucking defend you your, your friendship is not that deep if you're in a situation where like the entirety of what you have is your family and then you don't have you don't have outside friends you just have your co-workers then you can never have an in-depth relationship with your co-workers because even though you express cooperation and and um final growth together at a certain level you are in a form of competition so it's a real fear when i see some people whose only support system is their co-workers and family is far away it's just like oh announcement these people are going to fucking abandon you not because they are bad people but because in this is a situation where you cannot necessarily unless maybe it's a question of like union rights and situation but if it's something that although the friendship you can forgive you cannot forgive it in a situation of work because of like outputs and preparations and whatever how do you reduce my sensitivity on this thing because i'm pretty sure those screaming chicks are going to make it into here eh, whatever so in this situation i've decided that like yes because as much as i like the sound of my own voice hence i have a podcast hence i lead all my projects and work hence i try to lead classes and generally get myself out there i am still kind of an introvert i do enjoy my own company the most i think it shows with the way i talk and how much i enjoy my voice so even if i'm alone the only one providing the, con- the um the concept of a voice what the fuck is going on? the concept of a voice i understand that i enjoy my own company 
but the problem is I attract people who are exactly like me. I attract people who are even more, what's the word, introverted than me, which is going to be a problem in the long run because I identify that I identify the issues that come up with having only conversations with family and work people. You wake up one morning, even in your like comfortable introverted space, and realize that oh Jesus Christ, I don't have anybody to fucking chill with. So you now have to realize that okay, as an adult, somebody in this friend group has to take up the responsibility to ensure that we all meet each other we all have conversations with each other we all check up on each other to be sure that we are okay and because we are no longer in the situation of okay this is class i speak to this person because i see them every day that sees like we're old <laughs> unfortunately that's how it exists we are all old and if you're old you have to decide consciously to meet you have to decide that this is how we're going to interact with each other this is the expectations i have for a friend in my life and this is what i'm willing and not willing to accept when it deals with other human beings outside the workspace and outside family so it's like it's me like sitting down considering like how am i going to come up with pl- come up with a plan to get my depressed heart the depressed ass individuals that i call friends to get their shit together and be like dude like human being let's let's meet up i'm talking like it's because i have free time because i remember working on a project from like the entire day and i realized that i wasn't going to fucking stand up like if my entire day is like this project to project every day every day like if i don't actually decide to carve out time for the people who are important to me other than family i know that family won't abandon me and they will like definitely call even if i don't call because <laughs> i'm the youngest obviously but you are in a situation where you realize that if you don't call these people because you know them well enough you know that they are not calling other people either you're not in the situation where you have to be the extroverted one of the bunch because you don't want people to fall into this like general well of loneliness because that is just the unfortunate situation you find yourself in like as an adult because you have to intentionally choose people which is which is fine i guess so I think I'm done with the four notes I had. Oh yeah, I wanted to mention about this thing. Something it wasn't the exact situation. This boils down to my entire outlook on like breeding. I don't know why I keep calling it breeding as if it's a horrible thing. It's a wonderful thing to bring humans into this world, even though I feel like a human society will collapse. Well, I won't be there to see it. That's not a problem. But then you're sitting you're sitting there in a situation where you have to watch a child, like a child who's barely Sides of my fucking laptop screen like uh, seriously that is the only measure i can describe this video like it was that small covered in boils and lashes i almost didn't want to buy anything from my mother because i was like you know it's just you don't know who you're going to be angry at like with a screaming sick child who, who are you going to be angry at are you going to be angry at the mother who just knows that once you marry you're expected to breed and who is at least trying her best in the fact that she hasn't bred like, bred like 500 children but you wonder like this is a screaming child covered in insect bites and rashes and boils and infections and you wonder who are you going to be angry at? you can't just pause like obviously you don't have a financial situation and you'd rather buy a serum than feed some random person's baby because you're a human being a horrible person but how do you decide that this is what you want for the person this is how do you do, what do you even do who are you going to get angry at what what is your purpose what is the point of trying to fix something and i think it um it took me around like an entire like what do you call it um what do you call it a tangent on lack of human empathy 
I remember reading this random um, Reddit post where somebody has been very. It's, it's not that long ago because nine eleven wasn't that long ago. This random Reddit post where somebody was very disgusted about like feels zero empathy for America for like the whatever because the country caused a coup in their country, we caused like the death of millions of people or what have you. But in the kind of situation that it's not like people how to explain the concept of media and the spread of information people often have this illusion that things are important to them like when something is pushed in your face aggressively it becomes the aspect of importance that's the importance of global reach that is the importance of media houses ensuring that their reach expands and whatever happens in various societies is fine by them but you realize that it's not always possible like that it's never possible like that ah fuck ah I was having a breakout and I decided I'm supposed to I finally got around to getting um a, my um benzoic acid mask next to them to put on my fucking face. But there's that. So enough of my random um rants about the entire conversation of pointlessness of human existence. Let's go on to my random page or something I found. Because I kept us being like, because I'm at the current situation, because I got a, I tried so many new habits, and I still have, I have a spending tracker, which I have not fixated, I don't know how I spent like 15k, like, in the last how many days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What am I buying? I have no idea. And I got a spending, like, tracker and habits, whatever. Am I using it? No. But, I'd say I'm trying. And this free week is me going back to pick up drawing, because I bought a little tab that is supposed to help me be drawing. I'm supposed to go back to from tomorrow, so there's that. And go about being sick, slow down my workout regime, which is so unfortunate how Caroline Graven just started like working out again. Like she started a new program and I didn't join because I wasn't feeling too well and my ab lines are starting to disappear when I flex them. Lol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So where is um stupid um account stuff that I'm trying to open? I'll pause this but now ask a couple more questions like because I remember having this entire um what's the word I remember having this entire outlook on what do you want to do with your life this was an entire uh what's the word list of chapters and everything and deciding whatever was going so at my first worries I've never gotten to the point where I know whether this is true or not and second worry <laughs> I'm free of that then that's fine it's like oh yeah <laughs> am i still scared of getting older no not really like like my older brother just turned 30 like two days ago and i'm wondering like oh my god this is what 30 looks like it's not bad at least on this person it's like it, it's decent okay this is what it means to be fucking 30 year old and and like having okay not really having having your shit together financially and deciding that okay I, I i'm not ready to breed i'm not ready to exist or whatever and i'm like 30 looks good i i can't see myself being that kind of 30 but then again i remember that i am a human with a vagina in a third world country i'm probably not going to be that kind of 30 unless i can make even more money than that and be completely independent like super independent okay yes worried about my 20s being a waste of i cannot believe i'm turning 24 in how many months like ew like i i think i mean i'm like um eternally 16 in my mind like my general vibe is that of a gross 16 year old and then you realize that fuck 16 was eight years ago was it yes it was fucking eight years ago people 
who began existence when I began my first life in the University of fucking eight. Like, ew. Ew. But hey, here we are, old, existing, and just ancient, and deciding to, I don't know, be old. But there you are, I worry about oh, worries becoming self-fulfilling prophecies. You, you start to wonder that, is that a certain point that you want to come across? Is that something you want to believe? Like, it's one thing that you see that certain things are horrible and like, worth worrying. It's another thing that you decide that, okay, this is how I exist, this is how I move on. This is how I provide solutions to whatever problems that I have. And I keep on doing it. You can see that I'm aggressively trying to reach like the 30 minutes mark and we're just in 20 minutes. So listen to me ramble on. I'm afraid of never being someone's number one. Oh, okay. I remember having this entire conversation on like being comfortable with your own company and rampant loneliness. It's like it's a definition of like I think accepting my very aromanticness in this situation of even if you are incredibly like attached to somebody, if they ask you out, it's like understanding that where I am, even where I am in the past, like even if it's accepting a situation where you realize that even if um let me check if this thing, this sound behind me is entering this thing. Ah, fuck. So understanding that toxic youth exists and you realize that you're at a certain point where you're just like, do I start to drama? Do I accept like whatever it is is going on around me? Or am I just like that much of a wonderful human being? And you said that, yes, I am that much of a wonderful human being because I really don't have the energy for some shit. So, afraid of, like, yeah, I was talking about like aromanticness and the existence of like irresponsibility. We realize that individuals have this situation where they just do things without the consideration of others, which is the general purpose of a lot of young people. You realize that people and jump into like um, what's the word concepts of like relationships, and they and they think that oh okay, I'm crazy about this person, I'm into this person, I'm whatever about this person, but you haven't even planned for this existence of the person. You have planned for their structure. You haven't planned for their. You do not. You're not invested in their success, which is, in my opinion, is cruel. Like if you find yourself in a situation where you realize that you're incapable of respecting this individual's um, emotions, this individual's desire for success, this individual's ambition, then you do not love that person. And it's not even loss, it's just an expectation of you doing whatever society expects you to do. Which is unfortunate because a lot of young people find themselves in that um, in that in that loop of the illusion that they are ready. I know like it's not necessarily like a, a a job, uh, a job, job, job. It's not necessarily a job at somebody's like expectation of what is fine, what is expected, what is moved on. It's understanding that this is what I'm expected to do, this is what I expect to gain, and this is what I've decided to do in my limited life. My, my entire focus on like my limited existence on time is like, like I said before, is nihilism, Ubuntu, and um. Nihilism, Ubuntu, and what's the last one again? Stoicism. Understanding that human existence and existence of everything is not necessarily worth it. So having a stoic idea generally makes me have this decision on is something really worth dragging over? Like is something really worth pushing something over? Is something really worth causing an illusion, causing a holocaust over? And is it really something that you're like, oh, I could just probably get out of this eventually? It's just a situation where you accept that 
certain things are happening but you need to understand that you personally have to draw a line into things that you want the things that you are more than able to live with because i have this general rule that okay yes some things bother me but i'm able to live with it i won't die if this thing happens but if i decide that i'm going to fucking die if this constantly happens then fuck that shit i'm going to burn the person alive i know it sounds like exaggerated and dramatic but if you don't set like boundaries for them for yourself people often think that oh, okay maybe you are blowing up at the last like point but it things if you don't if you're not exactly aware of what your boundaries are you blow up at tiny straws so you need to decide is this something that i've decided does not bother me or is this something that i've decided that fuck you I'm going to ruin you if you do this kind of thing and a lot of people haven't decided those boundaries before they decide to interact with another human being which causes like unnecessary friction unnecessary existence and whatever have you whether in relationship with friendship or just like in general existence with another human but in that situation it is cool because people expect society expects people to be observant of what you expect someone else around you to do which it doesn't work that way people need explicit rules on how to behave if you focus on implicitness other people will just move not because they are bad or they are terrible they just expect that you know what is in their head which is not possible so if you let something happen you have to be telling yourself you have to be comfortable with the fact that yes and be honest with yourself that you let this happen you let this happen and it's not because we're not strong enough you decided that this thing was not important enough to start an argument over which is i think is very important for a lot of younger people to learn older people never learn it so i would never say like oh younger older it's like for a human to learn because age is not a subject of wisdom age can tell you like specific experiences and what has gone on if you are the kind of individual who even learns from mistakes but if you have hubris and you refuse to understand or refuse to like exist then you'll be a fucking asshole if you like the fucking 90 that's just how humanity exists and i feel as a human being understanding that there always be people that will never learn that will never understand that will never improve that will never be useful to you understanding that those people exist will always exist will always decide not to respect the space of others you understand that you find yourself in a situation where things don't necessarily bother you anymore because you give yourself peace you give yourself a sense of duty you give yourself a sense of purpose and that is the purpose of just existing of becoming like in a like an optimistic analysis in quotes and understanding that the existence or like your purpose of existence is something that you give it to the meaning of life is the only meaning that you give it to it and understanding that your own insignificance is not necessarily a problem like yes like obviously if some rich billionaire and Saudi sponsored book around to start a bomb and it, and it blows up my hostel I'd be dead but I should be I fine with that because I understood that this was out of my control and the only thing worth feeling bad about are things that I have recognized are within my control and that is fine so what song should i put at the end i'm not even in the mood to scroll down look at it like giant oils and whatever what song should i end this with i don't know i'll probably look again like my youtube music like, i'm thinking something 80s again maybe um black velvet i heard this random word i just like that face like i like the general structure of her existence on her face so this was just a random episode talking about like relatively depressing stuff that like i enjoy doing so it has been a personal code of conduct. Have a productive week.